introducing the Poet Life Podcast. Go check it out today on your favorite platforms, including iTunes, Apple Music, and the website, thepoetlife.com. Find a way. Find a way. Hey, 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 it's Christoph Wrights of the Poet Life Podcast, and I'm so excited, man. I'm so excited tonight to have my brother, my friend, my colleague in the poetry industry, Orville the Poet. What's up, sir? What's good, bro? How are you? All is well, man. I can't complain at all. I'm, I'm all smiles right now, man. It's been a while, man. It's been a while. You've been busy, you know? And uh, I, I think I think you've been busy for a reason because I think you're super passionate about what you do. <laughs> what a segue! Um, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, yeah. I've been quiet. I've been chilling, but not at the same time. Right. Um, this quarantine, this this right, this break that none of us would have taken otherwise, specifically entrepreneurs. Right. Um, yeah, I've been I've been good. I'm I'm more present now than I feel like right maybe than ever before. I know exactly how I feel. Um I know what it is I want to say, I know what it is I want to stay away from. Mm -hmm. I know what it is I don't want to put my energy into. Um so this this kind of quote unquote quiet time has been really me just uh right being being a better me. Yeah. So, but how was it at first though, right? You're here oh. now, right? How was it at first, that March, that April, when it all hit? So, uh, for those for those that don't know me, man, um, I, uh, I've been blessed to have my own open mic. It's called Pure Poetry DC. Mm -hmm. And we celebrated eight years last year. Last year, June, we celebrated eight years. Eight and years. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I had to, that sunk in in the quarantine. Hey, you've been doing this, this particular thing for eight years. Nothing slight. Yeah, like you've showed up every, you haven't missed one. Actually, Once a I month. didn't miss one, but it still happened. We'll get there. I physically wasn't there. Right. But, um, yeah, so I had to just uh, really, you know, sit back and, like, yo, you counted the wins, like, you know? Um, so to, to have that, and we were going, and man, we were in such a great stride for the year. Mm -hmm. uh, in January, I think we had 250 plus people out. And then February, we had almost 300. And then in March, uh, the last time at uh, Ozio's, man, mm -hmm. we had like 300 plus. So and then COVID, and then nothing. I was like, no. Right. Oh man, it was, right. it, was it was uh it was a shock. It was well, a shock well, let's 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 talk about that. Let's talk about open mics, right? Open mics usually are once a month, right? You usually uh, no, eh, no not really. Mics, you got yeah, weekly. You got, you got weekly, bi-weekly, summer, quarterly. Yeah, you know. Right, right. So but yours was monthly, right? Every third Thursday? Every first, every first Wednesday of the month. First Wednesday of the month, right? And so eight years, we're looking at 2012. Uh, 20, what is that, 13? 2012. 2012, 2012 right? Okay. 
So that you're coming up on your ninth year. Yeah, it'll be nine nine years in June. Okay, I I really want to talk about the uh, the severity of that, and I, what I mean by that, I mean is what all it takes to put that into place and stay consistent with it. Well, first and foremost, um, it can't just be a hobby. It can't just be a cute. Oh well, you know I've got my own mic, open mic. You know right. What I mean? Like it can't just be a cool. Oh, you know, you have to actually really want to have one. And that's uh, how it is for a lot of people at first. Real shiny. Everybody come out, and then when they when they get going. And folks not showing up because they've been there already. I'm gonna let you go. Go ahead. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Uh, so you know, first and foremost, you gotta really want to do it. Mm-hmm. You gotta really want to do it. You gotta really want to do it. I can't say that enough. You have to really want to do it because if you're just doing it for applause or to bring whatever to you, it will fail. Right, because I don't care who you are, eventually mm-hmm. people tune out and check out. Right. We live in the age of right now, right, right. right now, right, right now, in 30 seconds of us talking, 30 million people have posted different videos. So content is being created at an alarming rate, right? So specifically in our area and um where where you know we live and reside in the DMV. And for those that don't know, that's D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Nice little uh, nickname. We got DMV. Um, and a lot of people don't know this. Before I even thought about having an open mic or any of that, I uh, I went to open mics and studied mm-hmm. what worked. Mm-hmm. And just as an artist, like what worked, what didn't work. And then I was studying uh, people who had their own open mic. Or um, I would go and study the hosts, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, this works well. This mm-hmm. doesn't work. Right. Uh, man, I wish they talked about this. Mm-hmm. Or man, when they talk about this, this is cool. Or what would I say? Or, you know. So I, I took. I was a sponge and took notes for two years. I, I went to open mics. I went to maybe every open mic I could for two years before I even shared anything at an open mic. Uh, so you just got to really be a student. Right. And know what works for you. First, you got to know you because any open mic, um, it has the best chance of being super successful Mm -hmm. depending upon the energy given to it and the the detail and consistency early on. Uh, there's a lot of things we do differently now in 2020 mm-hmm. that we did not do in 2013. Right. Uh, even in 2014, even in 2019, you know, so we just learn, grow, make a mistake, not scared to fail, not right. scared to take risks. That's another thing. You know, you hear that cliche saying all the time, don't be scared to fall. Don't right. be scared. You really can't though. You know, the right. biggest risks get the biggest rewards, but yeah. also don't be, a, you know, don't be anyone's fool either. If right. you can only afford to make calculated risks, then make calculated risks. Indeed. Know? Yeah. 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 That's 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 major, man. It, I think even risky risks require a calculator. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, really, you know, because that's a quote, right? The even risky risk, the required calculator. I see what you're doing. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah, no, because because without that calculator, man, it's a gamble. It's it you just it's a hope and a prayer, and you know, and some things you you jump into out of or in faith. Mm-hmm. But you still kind of know what you what you can expect, right? Like you said, you studied for two years to just even perform, not not to start your open mic, but to it, it, at the very least share poetry. That's yeah. I, I keep hearing that. I keep hearing the greats are the ones who study first. I think that you just, I don't even know about the study first, right? I just think that you have to have a very different level of sincerity for it. Mm-hmm. Like you have to really have reverence for whatever it is you aspire to be. But how do you have that? How, how do you have reverence for something that you have not looked upon for some time? How can you respect it and you don't even know anything about it? You, it's a different fit. Uh, let me see. How can you respect it if you don't know anything about it? See, your your search and in, in your journey of discovery will show mm-hmm. yourself the reverence you have for it. So, all right. Oh man, I like poetry. I want to be a poet. What do poets do? If you don't do that, and at some point you have to do that. If you're right. serious about it, right? You mm-hmm. can just do poetry and sure. say, I'm gonna do a poet and be really, really good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But at some point in your journey, you're gonna have to go back and look at who's come before you. And right. I think to, to to have any sort of longevity, right? Whatever art form you're in or lane you're in, you're gonna have to do that at some point. Yeah, it's intention. It's intention. <clears throat> like Imagine me doing poetry and, and not know who Maya Angelou is. You know what I mean? Imagine going to speak and somebody's like, man, that sounds like, you know, Cage Bird sings. And you'd be like, what? <laughs> and you don't know. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but that happens very often. Sure. And that's sure. not a bad thing. It's just I haven't found all the reverence yet. It's right. a different part of their journey. Right. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> what are What are some of the roadblocks, um, things that kind of almost caused you to stop? Everything. Uh, right. right. Um, you know, I would say expectations almost caused me to stop. I'm going to say this. You can have expectations when you've implemented a plan. Mm. But if you have not implemented a plan and you're expecting things, you're gonna expect a lot of hurt, mm. expect to be disappointed, right? So expectations early on, uh, you know, like man, man, L. And look, this is not a shot to anyone I personally know, mm-hmm. friends, family, supporters, or other. This is just fact. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be your friends and family that come to this thing early on. I already knew right? what you were gonna say. And a lot of people get upset with this. But I found out, 
I realized the dynamic. Here's the thing. The people that have known you your whole life, they know you know you. They know remember you. when you was knucklehead number one. Right. All right? They remember when you weren't about anything positive. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm using myself as an example. They right. remember when you were messing up, messing up, messing up, messing up. So it's going to take a while for mm -hmm. you consistently showing up for you, for them to believe this is what you actually are about. Exactly. Right. So that's that's my biggest they they knew you when you had this idea, that idea, and the other idea that you did not follow through on. And now yeah. that you're following through, it's gonna take a while for them to be like, oh, okay. Right, right. I had right. to learn that. I you, we talk about this all the time. I had to learn that because when I started fighting cancer with poetry, I was like, Oh yeah, this this is gonna be a no-brainer. It's gonna be a no-brainer. I'm gonna have my frat brothers there. Yeah. I'm gonna have man, it's not gonna be a problem at all, man. Not a not a problem. Yeah. Man, it was it was work. And when you first start, obviously, when you first start, it's the excitement. Everybody's there. I see. All right. I I knew it. You know, I that, I said it. Everybody's and gonna then, show and up. Then, and then the next show, half the people are there. And the third show, quarter of the people are there. And the fourth show, it's just you and your man's there. Right. Like, should I even be here? Right. But yeah, you gotta, yeah. you know, that's early on when you might not have had, you know, seen the forest past the trees. Right. You might right. have just been working on the gumption, on the passion, on the, on the man, I want to do this. And right. you did it. Right? right. And now it's like, all right, it's, all right, where are we going to go next? I don't know. Oh, ugh. If people are wondering why we're talking about this right now, I, I want you to know that when you go to the D.C. area, the DMV, and you ask for an open mic, like if you're not from here and, you, and you're in the area and you want to go to an open mic and you ask somebody, where's the local open mic? They're going to say pure poetry. Oh, that's, nice. that's one. Bless your heart. That's one. <laughs> Period. So for those viewing, right, um, there's some people listening to the podcast, but for those watching this on Facebook or YouTube, just just look what's behind Orville the Poet. You see you see Jordan, right? He has six rings on. Right. We already know he has six rings. Blah, blah, blah. But look, what look what's on his back. It doesn't say Jordan. It says pure. His the name on the back of his jersey says pure and twenty three. That means that means people know of Orville the poet's consistency. You, you see the DC logo. That's the net. That means he's dunking. Like so. So that means pure poetry. Like Orville has created a movement with his consistency. Um. And it's just amazing to watch. And so that's why I wanted to start off our conversation about it, because we start shiny things all the time, you know, but the question is, how long can you sustain the shininess of that thing? Um, and, 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 and the pure poetry is still shining, even in a pandemic. So tell them how you... Tell them how you have been able to pivot. That's the word. 
how, how you've been able to pivot from in-person to digital? Oh, hold on. My bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, you good. Uh, we're able to pivot by uh, the people. The people. Literally. Uh, mm-hmm. Pandemic happens. We were used to having a couple hundred, uh, close to 300. And I said, nobody can come. <laughs> right? So it was like, all right. Let's jump online. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I was reluctant to jump online because I know I know how powerful the spoken word is. And right. I know what people get from it. And I just didn't know how that was going to translate solely on screen. Right. But the people, the supporters, the community let we me know, this. hey, we need you online. So... We're really here for the people. We're really here for the people. This is not, a lot of people give me a lot of credit. Man, you, 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 this is a we thing. This is a we thing. If you're listening to this, if you watch this, and you're an artist that's come through a feature, if you if you spit anything on the mic, you help build this. If mm. you shared a flyer, you help build this. If you told your best cousins and you celebrated your birthday there so hella people could come, you built this. So we've we've built something something really cool that everyone's benefiting from. And it's, it's really like, I don't know, you just feel better after. And I don't think it's any one thing that I can put my finger on. I think it's just what happens when a lot of like minds get together. The energy right. and, and the, the camaraderie and the fellowship is just, it's pretty infectious. So yeah it's something when you can create something that is repetitious right it's monthly it's weekly um where it starts as oh yeah i've I've been there last month I'll, i'll catch it again right to something where i can't miss the next one where where did it turn to that around what year did it turn to that? Because I was that 2017, 2018? I would say uh 2017. Yeah. When now the actually, performers, the performers are like, yeah, I gotta be there. But I mean the consumers, the consumers were like, yo, I can't. I would, I would, yeah, I would say 20, like the end of 2017, beginning of 2018. Right. When it really uh you know, started to pick up and we saw that, wow, like we physically have to move to a bigger location. This is an awesome, this is called a, a, a good problem. Right. Um, we were like, wow, we, we, we really actually have to move uh, because we, people were sitting Indian style on the floor. People were sitting on people's laps. Um, people would, you know, lean on people. It didn't matter. People just wanted to be in the building. And that's something that I cannot solely take credit for. That is, oh man, I'm 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 very excited about where we're going, what we've done. One thing, real quick, I don't want to veer off, but one thing I encourage everybody to do, 
go look at your social media from when you first started it into now. Mm-hmm. You might surprise yourself. I forgot what happened. You know what I mean? The first, I, this is my first time, I think, maybe since ever having social media that I went back to the beginning and looked to now. Right. I, I had to chill out. I was like, okay, all right. All right, cool. All right. Right. Sometimes you can doubt yourself and start, you know, especially with this quarantine break. You in the house, like, man. Right. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna yeah. do? And I know. So it's like, you know, sometimes you got mice, so like, yo. All right. And we have a plan now. So all right. We'll, we'll right. Go. Right. Where did um where did poetry come in for you? What what part of life, what what age and how did it come about? Man, poetry was introduced uh, early. A lot of people don't know my mom wrote poetry. Mm. Um, So there was always uh, poetry or books, period, around the house. Uh, Not of her work, but of like a Langston Hughes, Maya Angelou. Um, She also made me do book reports because uh, Mm. I had a listening problem in school. So early on in school, um, you know, I was getting good grades, but they always be like, yo, he, he just can't, he just can't stop. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my punishment would be, uh, the school didn't give you a book report, but now you have a book report. Mm. Um, so that got me, you know, comfortable with uh, a lot of words, sentence structure, how things flowed. <clears throat> and I never actually really learned how to you know sculpt the poem or anything like that i just read and i was like man i really like this mm. and around 14 15 uh my my aunt was she was retiring having a family function my mom said something real quick just hey write a poem for your aunt and now she didn't even say write a poem she's like you guys should do something for your aunt and i was like like what like what i'm about to sing I don't know, write a poem or something. Just cavalier like that. I don't know, write a poem or something. I was like, hmm, okay, I'm going to write a poem. I took a piece of paper. It's like a 30-minute drive. I wrote on the front and the back. I said it when we got there, and everybody was like, what? He reads so well because no one thought I wrote it. So around 14, 15 was my first time ever writing a poem. Wow. Yeah. Well, right. I don't know what she did, but I feel like she know what she did at the same time. You know, what I mean? right, right. That's that's a good place to be right now um, in regards to this conversation. Right. Um, what was it? Twenty twenty twelve. Man, we've been we've been rocking for a, a good while. while, man. A good while. Um, twenty twelve is when roughly when I started fighting cancer with poetry and. You know, I was rocking with um, Kariga, Kariga Bailey, you know. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And uh, how did we connect, you and I? Do you remember? I don't. I don't remember where it started. Was it? uh, Anyway, so. It might have been through Kariga. It might have been. I'm not sure, man. That's weird. I never thought about when we connected. That's weird. Until now. Um, But it was through a nonprofit that I started called Fighting Cancer with Poetry. And um, I I think I had a couple of hosts. 
uh, from the jump, from the start. And uh, I think a couple of years later, I think timing just worked so perfectly. And I pitched it to Orville to be our ongoing host. Oh, and yeah, yeah right? Yeah. And there you go. And so, so he was excited about it. And I, well, you, you tell, you tell it. Cause I can't remember the timeline of what happened. This is, this is actually a really cool story. And, um, well, not a cool story. This is actually a very, it needs to be told. Um, there you go. Kariga has some, he says a lot. So, you know, this is divine synchronicity. And I feel like this is a perfect example of divine synchronicity. Right. Um, and we're also going to get into my why as well. Right. Right here. So <clears throat> in 2015, um, it was in June. Right. June, summertime. Mm -hmm. Getting ready to plan events and things for the year. Christoph hits me up and was like, hey, bro. Man. So the rocking with us, we're rocking out. How would you like to be like an official brand ambassador of fighting cancer poetry and like our host? And I was like, man, absolutely. Absolutely. What Christoph didn't know was the day before I found out my mom had stage four cancer literally 24 hours before that he didn't know no one knew the only people that knew was my brothers and i and it's like god knew that hey you need an assignment or you're gonna drown i'm gonna give you an assignment because this is yeah it's way bigger than you and i know you feel like you're the only one going through this, but watch this. Watch, watch. And then, unfortunately, uh, I lost my mom to cancer and I devastated, but something said, go. And I start pushing, I'm just sharing my story and I'm in every, like, I mean, so many people that I knew, that I've known for years, like, yo, I lost my dad to cancer or I have cancer, or I beat cancer, or my, and I was like, wow, wow. You know, sometimes we can be such in this bubble that we don't really know how much other people are going through things. So that was divine synchronicity. And my why just got even stronger because nothing you see me do is, about Orville, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's about my last, it's about the collective, which is the family. Uh, it's about my nieces, um, you know, them seeing their uncle be successful doing what he loves. You can make money doing a part. You can have a career doing a part. Yes, you can. Yeah. Cause look, uncle is doing it, did it and done it. You know what I mean? So, it's it's uh it's bigger than my face, it's bigger than my platform. 
I'm very privileged to be here. As you know, I'm not, you know, my family isn't from here, from Jamaica. And early on, they made it their business to let me know and show me certain things like, hey, it was very tough to get here and really appreciate what you have. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So with everything I've got, I try to make sure I lay foundations and things, set things in motion where they will be taken care of, where I can right. take well, I can take care of things now and later. So, right. It's the power of poetry, man. On so many, on so many levels, uh, as it relates to healing, coping. You know, because you don't fully heal because it's it's never over. You have to go through it. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But at at the very least, with you telling your story, you know. You are building your legacy, but also your mom's legacy because you're telling that story ongoingly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you're teaching others to do the same. It's 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 an ongoing process. Healing isn't a destination. It's a journey. Mm. You know, um, you don't just forget. You're never going to forget. I'll, right. never forget. I'll never be over it, but I've learned different things to, to help me uh, maneuver, um, yeah. you know, those days. Where yeah. Like, ah, man, I really, really miss it today. Okay. I'm going to mess it with a smile. Or I let myself feel those ways, sit in it, and then I get, like, I have the day rule. I give myself, I try to give myself a day. Like, all right, boom, that's it now. Right. Got to do something productive. Wow. Wow. Man, this cancer thing is is huge. Like it's like now, it's like nowadays is either COVID or cancer. Literally. 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 When someone passed, I'm like, is it COVID? No, is it cancer? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. I, I, I don't, man, <laughs> I can't even fix my mouth to really delve into the depths that cancer has affected my reality. Uh, it's affected it a lot. Right. A lot. But, you know, we we have each other. Indeed. Um, like, I remember my mom who said, uh, she was like, I think uh, it was a, matter of fact, it was the uh, unplugged, unplugged show I was going to do. Right. Back. And I was like, ah, oh, man, I put the flyer out in the date. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, but I want to change the date. She was like, well, you can't now. You didn't put it out there. So that's the date it's going to be. And that's how I feel with what I'm doing. Right. My name's Over the Poet. I told you it's every first Wednesday. I said I'm coming with more. So who am I to let me down? Like in business and in, in, in personal relationships and all of that stuff. I stood, and this is something I've learned in this break, right? And mm -hmm. I know we're bearing off topic and jumping around, but yeah, we're having a conversation. All right, cool, cool. Uh, so, one thing I've learned is if, if you, Chris, says, hey, oh, I'm going to do such and such and such and such, hold me accountable. And I'm like, cool, right? But then you make a promise to yourself like, yo, 
I'm not even touching soda for the week. Mm-hmm. And then I watch you break the promise you made to yourself time and time again. And I say nothing. Like, who's who's at fault there? Mm. Is it you or is it me? Or is it both of us? Mm-hmm. And so in that same regard, like, I've really just distanced myself from certain things and energy because it's like, well, I watched you break promises that you made to yourself. So if you break a promise you made to me, I shouldn't even feel no way because I've seen you break promises you made to yourself. So what I want to say to that is do not like check yourself. Mm hmm. Like, really check yourself. I've been checking myself. Like, hey, you said you was going to do this <laughs> two mm. weeks ago. Yeah. You said you were going to do. So I just want to make sure I'm gaining all my control back, you know, because I choose. I choose. Mm. If I'm going this, uh, going vegan for a week and I last a day, who's really in control? You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So that's oh, that's accountable. Me I've been working on in this break, man. Like, getting back my control like yo if i say i'm not eating meat for da 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 then that's what it's gonna be if i'm not if i'm fasting if i'm gonna write this if i'm gonna finish this like then that's what i need to do because uh i've realized that i've let a lot of control go Mm. and it's time to really regain that you know man so and only you lose when you only you lose when you aren't disciplined. Yeah. It's no one else. I mean, other people are affected, but you lose in the equation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you win if you choose to be consistent and accountable to the promise that you made yourself. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, say, for instance, pure poetry if you said listen i'm in for the long haul and then you just gave up because you were tired or man speaking of tired and then jumping back into like keeping pure poetry going right i want people to know this there were nights there were met. I'm, I'm gonna say nights, and people gonna be like, "Oh, like one or two nights." There were many nights, several nights, where I went home super in the hole, super negative. Oh, that's, the other, that's the other side of the story. Super not making anything. Super me having to pay out my pocket, like next check that I didn't even get is already gone. Already gone. I made a commitment with my mouth and my heart that said, whatever you charge, I will pay. You know what I mean? So I, that's nothing, I don't play with the bread. You know what I mean? Uh, if this is what it is and we discuss this, then this is what it is. I remember those nights, man. And I was, look, I was married at the time. So I had someone to come home to like, bro, man, it's going to be tight this month, babe. uh, Hey, you know, so, so that's on another level. Held you down though. Listen, still holding me, still holding me down. 
still Look, not going nowhere. It's 9.54, and she's cool with me down here recording a podcast. Listen, man, that's, that's, I really believe that you shouldn't have to choose between who you love and what you love. And I feel like if you do, then maybe that's not for you. And this ain't even a relationship. Choose carefully. Listen, we're on the same page. I I just, you know, for me, I'm like, man, if it, if it impedes me doing what I love, then I don't know. You you better you studied poetry. You better study the person that you about to be with. You talking about a, you talking about a promise that you said you're gonna keep. Oh yeah, man. Let's not even get to that. You listen. You better you better choose wisely and study that 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 person, man. Because I strategically studied my then girlfriend, fiance. You know and. Um, we got together when I literally had no money, bro. Hey, I that's can't. the best time. Yeah. That's yeah, the right. Best. I came home from, from living in Korea for a year and came home in the dead center of of uh the almost depression. The um what is it called? The uh in tw- in two thousand eight, the recession. Oh, yeah. The recession. recession. I couldn't find a job at McDonald's, man. You know, hey, bro. And so she was. Our dates, our dates. She was picking me up. I lived in D.C. She lived in Laurel, and she was driving forty-five minutes to pick me up for our dates. And and you know, and so Chris, hold on. I am going to turn into the interviewer now, ladies and gentlemen. No, because no, listen, listen. Serious. I hear a lot of talk from a lot of women that yeah. I ain't never picking. You gotta admit, start over, Chris. Listen, you didn't have any money. Listen, and she came and picked you up. Forty-five. That's not even a forty-five minute drive, bro. That's really forty-five times two because she got to pick you up and then she got to go and had to go back. Man, that's already my homie, but now it's just like, oh, you no, for real. Like, major respect. I was like, I felt less than a man, you know, and I was like, okay, but she's down for it all. One, because she she knows that's not who I am. Yeah. Right? She knew. You ain't lazy. No, no, no. I'm not no lazy dude. It was just a situation. Situation. Not not even knowing. I've never been in a recession. You know, like literally I was living in Korea teaching English for an entire year. And people were telling me, yeah, it's bad out here, Chris. You might want to stay. You might want to stay in Korea. I was like, you know, I'm coming home. You know, and so I came home. And um, connected with her, and and she was ready to just just rock, man, and 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 then she wasn't even thinking about all of that. We just knew we had a connection. But for me, I was, was like, about it. man, this is this the real deal right here. It's different. People got to get away from those uh, notions that he got to have six figures. When I meet them, oh and boy, watch out! You gonna have some comments on this. One. Listen, okay, <laughs> you you start there if you want to. You're not gonna end there. 
Look, man, I've I've uh, I've been privy to a lot of conversations, and I, I, I've seen both sides of the coin, both sides of the spectrum. There, as far as that mm-hmm. goes, I, I, there's women that you know will will. It doesn't matter where you are, you know, if you're a good person, if uh, I feel like you have some sort of ambition, but you're in a tough spot right now. That's it right there. Ambition. But at some point, you can't just be banking on ambition. You got no, 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 no. I didn't say ambition. I didn't say ambition. That's that's part of it. I'm saying ambition and work ethic. Oh man. You can have you can have ambition all day. Hey, dap me up. The desires of all that's you know that's just in the air. Don't don't talk to me all this with you. I can't stand what I'm going to do. I can't stand that. Like I I was showing, I was showing her what I was going to do, not telling her. So she knew that when the situation let up. Oh yeah, we go. He gonna be good. Yeah, so 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 it's more than the ambition; it's the work ethic. Facts, big facts. Yeah, because I hear that all the time when women say, "But he has ambition." But what is he doing? I I hear what he's saying. <laughs> hey, but I hoop. I ain't never seen you hoop though, dog. You just tall. I'm a monster though. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm I ain't, all right. Let's go hoop now. Oh man, I'm I got I gotta go do something. Right but see, that's that's good because now we're talking about the work ethic of a poet. That's what y'all thought. Y'all thought we were just you know venturing off the different conversations. We we in the pocket. We good. I knew what we was doing. The 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 work ethic of a poet. Now it's about where you want to be and where you want to go in this poetry industry. Because again, I say this all the time, you have the poetry community where it's it's you know all love poems and, and uh, poems about the movement and and I write because I write and and that's there's a place for that for sure. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. That's the that's where it originated. Awesome. Right? But there's also a place where poets also want to for this to be their bread and butter, their what they do for a living, or even just to have it as a side gig absolutely right that's where trans transactions and 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 deals are are made mm-hmm. right and so so no one should look down on the other i don't look no. down on the page poets that just love writing and the page poets shouldn't look down on the, the poets that really want to get paid for what they love and put work into hey and can i tell you something yeah it's room for everybody. This room for everyone. Everybody. Uh, matter of fact, we were we were talking on the phone, and I think I gave you this analogy. I'm gonna use it here. Um, it's room for everybody. It's room for everybody. Somebody, uh, a good friend of mine, was like, "Man, I ain't gonna start this t-shirt company because my man just started one." And I was like, "Then you ain't never gonna get no money." You sound wild. Take your phone out. 
Yeah, but he's going to think that I started mine because he started his. Listen, listen. And I said, cool. Take your phone out. He was like, what? What's up? I said, go to Waze. Go to Waze app. Go to Google Maps. Go to one of those. Put in, click five mile radius. Type in McDonald's and see how many McDonald's there are in a five mile radius from where we are right now. It was like 25 of them. Right. Some of them were right literally beside each other. So what does that tell you? Stop that silliness and go do what it is you want to do. Right. But if you just want to do it because you saw somebody else do it, then maybe you shouldn't do it. Right. Right. No. Yeah. Our mutual friend, um, Backpack Jeff, he just yeah. started he just started his podcast in my bag. Yeah, yeah. I was on there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I saw it. I saw it. You know, but like you would think, not you, but you know, most people would think. So, so how you feel about that? You think he started his because you, because he saw you? Those are people without vision. Come on, man. I I tell people all the time, if you aren't all right, however you feel about you, will come off. Right. If you don't think you're whatever is worthy, if you don't feel good about you then you're going to walk like you don't and you're going to talk like you don't. Right. You do feel good about you. If you feel like you have something to bring to the table, that's how it's going to come off. Right. It's, it's really that simple. I was excited when I saw the first video, man. I said, that's what I'm talking about. I said, I remember you was talking about it. Now you're doing it. Hey, that's what I'm know. talking about. So when I'm going to be on there, he was like, uh, that's why I'm over here to talk to you about that. I'm right. Like, oh, snap. That's what's yeah. Up. Yeah. Matter of fact, he and I are doing a part one, part two, where he's on my podcast. And then the same week I'm on his podcast as well. See so, yeah, it's it's Chris, unity. It's collaboration over competition. Because we don't need to compete with each other. We need to collab with each other because I cannot be you. Right. And you cannot be me. Right. Because God only made one of you and he only made one of me. So why am I trying to be? I, I really wish more of us, uh, you know, just kind of thought like that. And I you think a lot of specifically entrepreneurs are, though. A lot of people are. Um, I'm, I'm in talks with a lot of different uh, other hosts and venues and uh, uh, creators and curators in and around the city and abroad that are very on fire about collaboration, about, mm -hmm. hey, I really like this particular thing you do. Mm -hmm. And I know you like this particular, I can't even talk, mm -hmm. this particular thing I do. So let's get together and maybe do another cool nexus thing. You know what I mean? Right, right. So it's, it's, it's happening. Uh, it's disheartening when you see people that, for instance, Oh man, watch this. Amanda Gorman. Right. Some people hit my phone like, oh, you got competition in DC. Amanda Gorman taking over the. I said, bro, why we gotta compete? I said, I'm here, I'm here like starstruck, speechless watching her do her thing. And I'm just appreciating every second and moment. Proud. Proud. 
because she pushed spoken word forward easily a decade. There's other people that have had that platform that did not deliver like she did. And then she dropped a book the next day. Talk about wait for your moment. Anyway, that's a whole nother combo. But uh, she is not in competition with me. And I'm not in competition with her. Because none of us can be Amanda Gorman. And Amanda Gorman can be none of us. So right. why don't we just applaud and push rather than... Mm, Mm. I, I I don't get it, man. And the people that do the do the, mm, I just those are my people. I just try to box them out. I don't. I want to stay far away. Oh, that's what you. All right, cool. Yeah. I, I just yeah. Yeah. No, it it's it's unfortunate, you know, that there are people like that, man, and can't just see the value in what they have. Right. Um. As far as work ethic when it comes to the industry knowing the industry is in its infancy what kind of work ethic do you have and what kind of work ethic does a poet need to have to make it in in in, in an industry that is not really an industry yet for real because you can name five poets that are doing major things you know, and so you need more than five to 10 people in an mm -hmm. industry to call it an industry. Mm -hmm. Right. So. So. And th and this is this is partly why I started this podcast, because I wanted to bring people on that have amassed a level of success in the industry um, and can share their journey and kind of break it down on how others can do the same. What kind of work ethic do you got to have? A crazy work ethic. You better be right. Yeah. Um, anybody that knows me <laughs> uh, on a personal level knows that one of my favorite phrases, you got to keep clips in the chamber. Mm. Got to keep bullets in the holster. All right. Boom, man, that poem, yo, that junk killed that junk. Your next five poems might not kill. You know what I mean? What you gonna do then? Oh man, I'm done. Then in clap. Keep clips in the chamber. Right. Um, I have easily 60 poems no one's heard ever. Um, not even the team, you know what I mean? Uh dating back to 2009. Um, and some as new as since we've been on break. Mm. Uh, and, and in quarantine since uh the pandemic. Uh, so do I write every day? Nope. Mm -hmm. I write, I write when I am inspired and sometimes that fizzles out and you don't know why, but I don't, I don't force it though. I never force it. I, I did that one time. Oh, it was the worst experience ever. Oh man. I think that was my first time getting booed. Really? Getting booed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I got booed. I've had, I've got booed. I had stuff thrown at me. Oh man, it's vicious. How did you not stop after that? I love it too much. You ever, your mom ever promised, your parents ever buy you something and be like, hey, if you if you get straight A's, you get this, you know, Nintendo, you get this PlayStation, you get this Genesis or whatever it is, and you get the straight A's 
and you know what's coming, even if they don't say, hey, it's here, hey, open it now, the anticipation, that's never going to fade until you get there. I'll never get there. The anticipation will stay because I tried to fight this thing for years. I quit at one time, mm. but I wake up in the morning thinking about, mm. I go to sleep at night, mm. doing conversations. You know this, I'll be like, ooh, write that down. Mm -hmm. I, I love it. Too. It's, it's too much a part of who I am. I don't mm -hmm. think I'll ever be like, all right, I'm done with art. I'm done with poetry. Nah, I'm always going to be in it some shape, form, or fashion because I love it too much. Uh, it's, it's, it's shown me, poetry took me places I never even heard of. Mm -hmm. Poetry took us to the White House with Obama. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I, I'm never, it's never going to get there. It's that it's always going to be there. Hey, do you have to, do you have to disclaim every time you say you performed at the white house that it was with Obama? <laughs> no, no, I can't tell you. One time I, one time I was on a, uh, a zoom, I was on a zoom, right. And I was like, Hey, how you doing? And they were like, yeah. Um, He's performed at the White House. Man, the chat went crazy. The White House. <laughs> oh, he he voted for. Uh, I was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's crazy. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, right. Right. I do have to disclaim every time. I right. Like when, when? Right, right. What year? When? <laughs> Man, ah, uh, uh, it, it's been it's been a while. And I was like, you know, it's all about timing, you know. And I said, I said, when Orville does come onto the podcast, it'll be the time when he was supposed to come onto the podcast. Um, tell the folks. I know you. You know, we don't we don't tell folks all of what we got planned, you know. But what what's something that you got up your sleeve for 2021, man? What's 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 happening with you in your near future? Um, I'm gonna give people more than I've given them before. Mm. Uh, this is a different level and a layer of transparency that I I feel comfortable with now that wasn't apparent before uh, before. Um, you can expect me to to maybe dive past the surface level a lot more. I, I and I do it in talk and in speech and in you know being personable as far as my art. Uh, and I feel like if if you've been a supporter, if you've come to shows, you've been a fan for at least since 2017, you can already hear this coming. And specifically last year and knowing my story, my journey, and seeing some things like. You, you, you'll be you're gonna be surprised, but you're not gonna be like, yo, you're just gonna be like, wow, cool. Mm -hmm. that, that. But why, why, why now? Ironically, my life has taught me that tomorrow isn't promised. Mm. I already knew that this quarantine, and with the amount of loss I've seen. And experience personally 
has re-energized that notion that what are you waiting for? Tomorrow literally is not literally a pandemic. We're battling systemic racism. We're battling racism in your face. We're battling COVID-19. We're battling gentrification, poverty, cancer. What are you waiting for? So that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Legacy inspired. What are you leaving here? A blueprint. Yeah. And bread. Two Bs. Blueprints and bread. (laughs) Our bread going to be one of the Bs, man. Uh, but it's it's necessary, man. Yeah. You know, and I really don't like when when you when one speaks of money and then the response is, but money ain't everything. It's if, not. It's not. But why is that the response? Well, well, I think it is. Um because, no one said I'm worshiping money. Well, to be honest with you, that used to be my response until I understood money more, right? Until right. I understood That's what it is. More. That's what it is. That's what it is. And I was like, man, money ain't everything because you don't really have it. You know what I mean? You ain't it's the money, ignorance so you of... You got to have the perspective to stay sane. That's money what it is. Everything. I'm talking about me specifically. I don't know about the general. You know what I mean? For me, money wasn't everything because... We ain't really have it. So money's cool, but it's not everything because you're not really going to have money. You're not really told you're supposed to have money. You're not really told. Anyway, we can have a whole. You're not really told that you're supposed to leave money when you leave here. Well, and that's because, unfortunately, a lot of our uh, ancestors that well, not, I won't say ancestors, but a lot of our relatives that came before us weren't able to leave anything. They didn't know about this and that and that and this. Mm-hmm. Right. right, so we're, we're, we're like the same age. So I feel like right now we're in this really cool gap where we're, you know, little brother and big brother at the same time. Mm-hmm. So like we have a very clear sense of what our ancestors went through and goals and morals and values. But we also have on this side, yo, Mm -hmm. know about, look, right now we're streaming live right now to, I don't know how many people. And at the click of a button, you could reach thousands of people at one time. This is technology and and opportunity and things Mm -hmm. people came before us did not have. So Mm -hmm. we have an understanding of both. So we got to merge it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And really and really turn up. But yeah, it's it's this is a this is a time. It's a time. And uh what told you is, if you hang out with three millionaires, pretty soon it'll be four. There you go. I'm it's trying to be that fourth. There you go. There you go. What told you that you could do this, man? Well, not just write poetry, but like live it. What 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 made you realize that this is this is actually possible? Not just not just I do something after my nine to five, you know, 
but what told you that this can actually be my nine to five or my 24 seven? I'm going to be a thousand percent with you and tell you that me early on and I love them to death, but they know they see this. There's no cap early on family and friends were like, yo, what are you doing? This is a waste of time. Right. Poetry. That's what you're going to do for money. Way to, way to think it through. Cool. Mm -hmm. That makes no sense at all. You need to get back in school. I was in school. Uh, and also, let me be transparent and do this. Yeah, this is what we're doing. So a lot of people think I have a college degree. I don't have a college degree. I was in school, and I remember being in, I think, uh, calculus. And I, I raised yeah. my hand, and I told the teacher, and now let me preface this by saying I am an, an advocate for education. <laughs> I'm an advocate for education. I'm an advocate for education. All right. I was in calculus. I raised my hand. I was like, yo, show me where we can use this, like, I don't know, today. And it was stuck. And I was like, that's what I thought. I think I'm done. It was just like a ton of bricks hit me, like, as sure as my skin is black, it was like, I know I'm done now. I want to do this art thing. They keep telling me to wait. I got to wait another year. I got to do this. I'm done waiting. I'm going to start doing it. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. felt amazing until I had to go home and tell my mom, hey, mom, <laughs> <laughs> you told your Jamaican family. But you, you didn't just tell your mom. You told your Jamaican family. Yo, hey, man. Boy. But what my mom did. She gave me that tough love. She said, okay, cool. Well, um, I'm going to need this for the mortgage. I'm going to need this for the groceries. I'm going to need this for the light bill. I'm need this for the heating. I need this for the garage. And if you're late, it's going to be a $25 late fee. And this and this and this and this. And show me how the world works. So early on, like, right? Matter of fact, in high school, uh, when, when I got my first job, mom was like, yo, I need this. Yeah, because this is what you're going to have to get used to. It shouldn't be a shock after you leave here. You know what I mean? Mm. Boom. Oh, my God. I Real life. Real life. So, yeah, man. Uh, so I really told myself, I said, you know what? All of you love this. All of you love this. You really want to do this. This is all you think. It's in you. No, nah, you got to. Yeah. I stopped. I stopped for years. I tried to leave it alone. I can't. I can't leave it alone. And to, to everyone listening, anyone listening um you've got to be sometimes you have to inspire yourself push yourself be your own locomotion mm -hmm. be your own hey you gotta get with it bro you be your own self motivator fan your own flame sometimes because if you wait on other people to do it who knows how long you'll be waiting? You mm -hmm. know, so uh, I, I got to be honest and say that early on, me. Right. So that was that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Th that and I think it's really important. It's really important to get you a circle, man. And that's the I think for me, that's the hardest thing to do. 
It's the hardest thing to do because I know how how hard I work, and to find like-minded people is not easy for me, at least. Yeah. You know, and um, and and to when I say circle, I mean a circle of of grinders that will also keep you accountable and sending you a text message like you know, like like you and I do, like what's up what. What's happening next? Which, which, I, I, I saw what you posted. That, and that was a good move. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I see how you're playing it. It's uh, you know, it's it's hard. It but is, man. When it happens, it's you know, it's kind of like the lottery. You right. I mean? It is. We we've seen we've seen other people play. We haven't seen a lot of people win, but. Those we have seen when it looked fun, right? You know what I mean. So it's worth playing. So I think eventually, you know, what I mean, those right puzzle pieces will will fall in line, and then, uh, you know, you you you'll be good. But I also want to say this: mm. uh, sometimes you got to try something. You know, sometimes you got to try. Like ah. What's that fruit? Uh, it's, called, it's like a peach. Well, I don't like peaches, so I probably ain't going to like that. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, try it. You already know how peaches taste. Try it. Okay. Uh, no, it's not good. All right, cool. At any given time, you can just stop eating. Right. You know what I mean? You just say, hey, you know what? Hey, was cool, but, you know, nah. So sometimes we do got to just, you know, get our comfort zone and try. Because I know I've done that, like, uh, I feel like you're kind of, no, and just not even give a try. So, same here, man. Same here with this podcast. You know, you and I talk. I was like, I don't, I'm not interested in being the face. You know, I, I would rather not do this camera and these lights and this what action. What I tell you, and you were like, listen, if you're gonna do something with this poet life, you got to step up in front of these in front of these lights, man. They gotta see. They gotta on. see who it is. What people want to know more than anything is you. People want right. more access. Right. People want right. more access. People want to be able to like click, see your house, click, see your car, click your lawn, click. Oh, you have seven bedrooms. Click, 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 click. Oh, they use these type of dishes. You know what I mean? People want access. So. It's either you give it to them or you give them some or they're right. over here where it's all access. That's so where's the balance, happen. man? Where's the balance? You know? I see everybody putting their entire life on social media. Kids, wife, grandma, everybody just on their hair not done, nothing. Just put this camera in your face. When you wake up, you know, and and I'm trying to learn that balance, man. And and I really want it to be about the the work and the ethic and the stories, you know, Um, but I get it. I understand it's social media, you know, got to be social on social media, sociable, (laughs) you know. Um, yeah. and, and it's really what you're, what, what you're comfortable with. 
Right. You know, some people like uh, same um, uh, Ocho Cinco. Right. Ocho Cinco. They were like, "Yo, like, bro, like, y'all shit, y'all were." him and his significant other were like in the bed like they were just having a conversation they were covered up but they were in the bedroom in the bed they were like yo that, you don't feel like you sharing too much he was like right we were covered up he was like but bruh we know you know we can see we we know i'm like he said but you're inferring he said we're comfortable with it you know what i mean and if you're uncomfortable with it then don't watch it mm. and i was like hmm, okay that's a bit raw you know what I mean? right. but he's got a point there too so you know some people are way more comfortable with showing more and some people are not comfortable showing more it's just and then there's different consumers too i feel like some people like would run to ocho cinco space like oh man and not even really think of anything weird about it and just really right. conversation and some people are like oh man I, I, oh man i didn't try to see that so it's really different strokes to different folks. The balance yeah. for me is I know I'm not so much of my life because I've chosen to, uh, you know, pursue this art form and do what I'm doing. So much of my life, no matter what I do, is going to be predicated to social media. And to right. So my personal life, oh, it's personal. <laughs> it don't it don't go up. I'm not I'm not putting certain things up on social media, bro. So I was talking. I was talking to somebody today, and because I'm always talking about how to expand and how to grow, right? And this young lady was saying one way that you can take the poet life to the next level is to show more of, and it should be a no brainer, but show more of the life of a poet. Like it's called the poet life. I, I go to your page and I see, you know, uh, video clips and I see flyers and, but I don't see the life of a poet. And I was like, dude, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a fire idea. As soon as I heard it, I was like, Ooh. right. I said, okay, all right, I got, I got more work to do. And but it's always be. that it's always that's what growth is and that's what life is if you're looking to grow in life you know it's 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 continuous growth and continuous uh studying facts look at that Stuff. yeah and, and it's it's uh it's 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 an ongoing thing it really is an ongoing thing uh People, people want to give us, and when I say us, I mean pure poetry. People want to give us like, you're this and you're that. And I'd be like, right. We're moving like we just started. Right. Um, so it's, and oh, I will say this. Woo. If you're an artist and you want to, build and get to the next level, so to speak, mm -hmm. or tier, you have to honestly, objectively, but genuinely look at where you are. 
And what I mean by that is, okay, what do you do best? Mm. Be, you got to be honest with yourself now. You know, some people may, you may need, you know, your sound counsel around you. Those you really trust. Like, hey, let me ask you. I ain't going to get mad. I'm, just give it to me raw. We need that rawness. You know what I mean? If you don't have nobody on your, 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 your squad that can just tell you your stuff smells today. Right. And you not be upset. Like, you got to get somebody like that in there. Um, or or you're just you, you're just you're not really you're not good. Say, uh, say, this is the time I was not that was terrible. There's been times, there's been times where I've been on stage where people are like, yo, and I step off and my man hit me like, bro, you you all right? You fumbled three, four, five times <laughs> that You good? Yeah, that, that was cool, you know what I mean? But all right, man. Okay. Right. I've seen you do that poem way better. So you gotta have mm. those those people around you because in order to in order to actually make those moves you need to to make to get to that next place, you have to be able to appropriately assess where you actually are. Right. And sometimes humility can can cripple your trajectory. Right. If you are just uber good, but you think, no, I suck. And you really have, you're, mm-hmm. you're generating this much stuff, but you think you're generating this much. And then you go to, well, I'm going to make this small step. You really could be crippling yourself. You know, yeah. you really should be, you shouldn't even be taking steps. You should be taking a plane. You know what I mean? But unless you effectively assess where you are you mm-hmm. can't know where to go next yeah yeah that's Get deep. Some sound counsel you know be like hey what do i do well what don't i do well at all what should i not even like this nope this isn't nope some people is singing some people is poetry some people is happy some people is public speaking some people is you know writing you know uh but you gotta know Knowing what you do well, more importantly, know what you do not do well, what you need mm-hmm. to work on. Yeah, and so. it may and it may it may hurt. It may hurt. But you would rather be hurt up front than later on down the line. You think you'd you think you boy. <laughs> I'll be saying some people, yo, your people let you out the house looking like who shot John. We're your yeah. friends. You got toilet paper on the bottom of your shoe. Nobody told you? That's crazy. You need better friends. You know what I mean? So, yeah. You, you got to know, you know? Yeah. That's how you grow. I, I, Chris, I remember... <laughs> I remember so That was trash. I was like, ah. It felt... It didn't feel the best. But <laughs> I... <laughs> Oh man, can you all tell how cool we are with each other, man? We could do, <laughs> listen, I know this is a podcast. We could do this all night, man. Um, everybody listening and watching, so excited to have my brother on, uh, Orville the poet. Listen, he understands the importance of branding. So you see, it says at Orville the poet. That's where you can find him. 
his website over the poet, right? We have these conversations all the time, continuity, right? So Instagram, just look up over the poet. It'll come up. I'm Google. That's another thing. That's another thing. Make sure that you are the same person all across the board and you don't have so-and-so the poet on one site and then John John something on another site. Make it all across the board so it's easier to find you. Not follow me at ABCD underscore 789 underscore right. question mark five star six. I'm not putting that in. Make it easy for people to find you. You want them to find you. Make it easy for them to find you. I say all to say Orville the Poet, look him up. He's there. Again, you all see how dope he is, man. When you all are in the DMV area, well, when the world opens up, yeah. you have yeah. to experience pure poetry but right now tell them how they can experience pure poetry digitally so right now actually if you uh go on your phone right now your your laptop your ipad or your notepad you can write this down uh pure poetry dc pure poetry dc that's on instagram and it's pure poetry then dc not even the dots in there just all one word spell how it sounds uh, that's on Instagram. It's also www.purepoetrydc.com. All right. Uh, we're every first Wednesday of the month. You can set your watch to that, your calendar to that, your clock to that. Every first Wednesday of the month. Every first Wednesday of the month. We uh, we had our uh, February show last night, which was really, really, really dope. Definitely do check it out. It's up on our page on Instagram at purepoetrydc.com. DC. We're also at Pure Poetry DC on Facebook as well. So yeah, every first Wednesday of the month is Pure Poetry DC. And my name is spelled just like you see on the screen right there, just like mm-hmm. Orville Redenbacher, the best popcorn. <laughs> Ask somebody. Uh and it's T-H-E. We're trying to teach kids how to spell Orville the Poet, and that's dot com. And that's also Orville the Poet on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So uh, if you remember Orville in poetry, you're good. Indeed. Indeed. I enjoyed this conversation, man. This is like a conversation that we just have over the phone, you know, and and I hope those listening and watching and also reading the blog have learned something from our just cool conversation that we had on tonight, man. I know I enjoyed it. And uh, we look forward to, you know, your feedback. And I look forward to seeing what you have next, uh, Orville, most hey, definitely. That first show out, we already got a seat for you, bro. So just uh, you and the queen, y'all y'all, y'all, are, y'all are guests. Indeed. Uh, that first show back, man. And uh, I, I feel like you know who possibly may be at that first one, too. So Indeed. Absolutely. Yeah, most definitely. I love it, man. It's the it's the Poet Life Podcast. If you want to learn more about all of what we have going on, go to thepoetlife.com everywhere. The Poet Life. Uh, we're doing so much and we're connected with so many people, as you can see. Uh, if you want to learn more, reach out to us. Ask, a, ask us a question. If there is a topic that you want us to talk about, 
let us know. We'll make sure we connect with someone that is an expert in that area or just doing well in that area if they're not an expert. All right. So it's the Poet Life Podcast. Everybody have a good night. We appreciate we appreciate you. We out. Peace. Introducing the Poet Life Podcast. Go check it out today on your favorite platforms, including iTunes, Apple Music, and the website, thepoetlife.com. Find a way, find a way. Ain't got no time now. You in the way.